morning prayer begins on page three of the booklet, For Easter Tide. I just note on um, the beginning of morning prayer, I just noticed when I uh, led the office on Wednesday that we have for Easter Tide been, been saying the wrong invitatory antiphon for the season. Um, maybe it's an indictment of us all that we all did it for that long. But these invitatory antiphons are on page eight of the prayer book and they come before the Benaiti or as we're doing now, the Pascha Nostrum for Easter Tide. And we'd been doing the one, uh, I think we copied over a booklet from Epiphany, which is Lord had manifested forth his glory. But the uh, Easter Tide one is uh, the Lord is risen indeed. So we're correcting that in practice. You can find it in your prayer book on page eight. He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 143, on page 518. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and consider my desire. Hearken unto me for thy truth and righteousness' sake. And enter not into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. For the enemy hath persecuted my soul, he hath smitten my life down to the ground, he hath laid me in the darkness as the men that have been long dead. Therefore is my spirit vexed within me, and my heart within me is desolate. Yet do I remember the time past, I muse upon all thy works, yea, I exercise myself in the works of thy hands. I stretch forth my hands unto thee, my soul gaspeth unto thee as a thirsty land. Hear me, O Lord, in that soon, for my spirit waxeth faint. Hide not thy face from me, lest I be like unto them that go down into the pit. O oh, let me hear thy loving kindness betimes in the morning, for in thee is my trust. Show thou me the way that I should walk in, 
for I lift up my soul unto thee. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies, for I flee unto thee to hide me. Teach me to do the thing that pleaseth thee, for thou art my God. Let thy loving spirit lead me forth into the land of righteousness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, and for thy righteousness' sake bring my soul out of trouble. And of thy goodness slay mine enemies, and destroy all them that vex my soul, for I am thy servant. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourteenth chapter of the book of Numbers. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness. Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and children should become victims? Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, Let us select a leader and return to Egypt. And Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. But Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephthah, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes. And they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we possessed passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. All the congregation said to stone them with stones. Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. Then the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people reject me? And how long will they not believe me with all the signs which I have performed among them? I will strike them with a pestilence and disinherit them, and I'll make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. And Moses said to the Lord, Then the Egyptians will hear it, for by your might you brought those people, these people out from among them, and they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, Lord, are among these people, that you, Lord, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands above them, and you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day, and a pillar of fire by night. Now if you kill these people as one man, then the nations which have heard of your fame will speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring this people to the land which he swore to give them, therefore he killed them in the wilderness. And now I pray, let the power of my Lord be great, just as you have spoken, saying, The Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But he by no means clears the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. Pardon the iniquity of this people, I pray, according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven this people from Egypt even unto now. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word, but truly as I live, 
all the earth shall be full with the glory of the Lord, because all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have put me to the test now these ten times, and have not heeded my voice, they certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to their fathers, nor shall any of those who rejected me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring to, into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. Now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwell in the valley. Tomorrow turn and move out into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. Here endeth the first lesson. Together to Dan Ladamus on page 7. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ, Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the ninth verse of the thirteenth chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. For it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. The bodies of those animals, whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin, are burned outside the camp. Therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Therefore, let us go forth to him, outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore, by him... Let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But we do not forget to do good and to share, 
for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Dignus asks on page 8 of the booklet, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by Thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with, and with thy, thy spirit. spirit, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, grant unto thy people that they may love the thing which thou commandest, and desire that which thou dost promise, that so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world, our hearts may surely there be fixed where true joys are to be found through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord and Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all, welcome. Our lesson from uh, Numbers today gives us um, a spiritual lesson about um, complaining. 
uh, we we had the spies go into the promised land. Uh, Ten brought back a bad report. Two brought the good report, the faithful report that God would lead Israel faithfully and successfully. But um, uh, the people who saw the challenge ahead came back to the congregation and gave a bad report complaining about, you know, God leading them into, you know, to die in the wilderness and all these kinds of things. And this happens a lot in, in churches where, you know, you know the, the um, people, you know, the church has a, a kind of, I don't know, carrying out some mission moving forward and people get, begin to grumble and complain and uh, spread, uh, you know, fear about, oh, well, we're going to do this, this happens, this will go on. And, and um, the, you can really see the toxic nature of such grumbling and murmuring and complaining in, in a congregation. We, we should note that um, the idea that, that we shouldn't murmur and grumble and complain doesn't mean that people can't have legitimate participation in, say, the direction of ministry. Um, there are ways to do it and ways not to do it. You know, if you have a, 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 a concern, you can you know, talk, hey, I'm concerned about this. How are we going to handle this issue or this problem? That's a legitimate thing for a member of the body of Christ, the church, to participate in, to bring your wisdom to bear on the situation and to do it respectfully, um, not complaining, not not just uh, uh, complaining about uh what 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 you know the church or something is doing, but you know okay what do you what do you have to say about that and what is your contribution to that? So there's constructive input that's not grumbling and complaining, but um, and and so we we must be aware of that in church that it's just the human nature that the the human tendency to become discontented, and usually people who grumble and complain about things that an organization or something is doing and do it non-constructively are usually just very discontented people in their own life who bring their discontentment and project it out on the other on the other situation uh, that they're in. And we should be aware of that in church. And, and uh, any of us who, who feel that grumbling and complaining should not be drawn into it, uh, but should, you know, should, again, is constructive. You know, if someone's complaining, you know, why are you so unhappy about that? How are you going to constructively deal with that? If you think that, you know, the whatever leader you're complaining about did something wrong, why don't you go talk to that person and, and, and deal with that issue? So there are constructive ways to use whatever conflict there might be to use it for good and have it not just digress into you know, this murmuring that gets everyone ends up with it. And what it, you know, the real lesson of the story is what it does is it hinders the church's mission. Israel's not going to move right into the promised land because people doubted. And now they're going to spend 40 years in the wilderness and all that. And it also robs the grumbler of their reward because the, the consequence of being afraid to enter the land is that they're not going to be able to do it. And we become grumbling and complaining people. We just rob ourselves of our reward of closer relationship with God. So moving over into our uh, Hebrews lesson, it talks about, uh, he exhorts us to, to giving, giving praise, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name and to do good and, and to share because God is pleased with these sacrifices. And, you know, we're in that later stages of Eastertide. You know, we begin Eastertide with the great joy of, of, of resurrection. And, and how do we sustain 
the kind of um, joy of Easter and the peace. And I think the practice of praise and thanksgiving, practicing thanking God, practicing giving praise to God in the midst of life. <clears throat> and, and we should realize that in, in the perspective of the life of prayer, we don't just give thanks. I and mean, we give thanks for the good things we have, counting your blessings, all that kind of stuff. But that's really a merely uh, worldly perspective if that's all it gets to. What we praise God and thank God for is the Christ is always with us. In the midst of the trials, God is always at work doing his will, moving us forward. Israel, for example, in the situation in Numbers, God was with them. They saw a big, a big obstacle and God was with them, but there was momentarily they were afraid. But they could get thankful, God is with us, he will help me through this. And that's our perspective of Easter, practicing giving thanks, practicing seeing the challenges of life, giving thanks to God for his presence with us in them, asking for his wisdom and guidance as we move forward, but holding on to that sense of joy that transcends the circumstance because Christ is always with us. I think that's how we cultivate this ongoing joy. We have to practice it. We have to practice being joyful and practice uh, giving thanks because we naturally uh, digress apart from a, a purposeful practice of that to the Israelites in the wilderness grumbling and complaining and we lose our reward. So the practice of praise and thanksgiving and the practice of sharing rather than complaining to others about things, coming to others and saying, how can we help them in their, in their life and how can we help each other as we move forward uh, in Christ in our mission? So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continue with the intercession on page 11 of the booklet. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us. And so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands. They may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Remember, especially this morning, uh, Gary and Katie, uh, who join us often from San Luis Obispo, uh, they are having an early induced birth due to some things. We pray for God's presence with them and their child in, in this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them entrance into the land of light, and join the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, O about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving.
Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you for morning prayer today. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye, 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 Bye,